1: Hello and welcome to another new episode of Bicara Supply Chain. We have now our special guest today, Sandeep Sri Kumar. He is a co-founder and CEO at the Industry Apps based in Singapore. Hello Sandeep, thank you for being here and it's great to have you on the show.
2: Hey Noradi, thank you.
1: Thank you very much for inviting mm-hmm. Okay, so in today's episode, we will be talking about the digital uh, transformation, particularly in industrial Uh, manufacturing. So uh, Sandeep, could you please share a little bit about yourself, your professional background, and probably you could explain a little bit about uh, your company, the
2: industry apps. So yeah, I mean, I come from um, 17 years of uh, background and professional working experience in industrial manufacturing space. So I basically all my career has been on industrial digitalization, working for various industrial sectors, current from apparel and footwear, from chemical to fine chemical and applied chemical. So I've been spending pretty much my entire career in, in factories. And uh, industry apps is uh, predominantly a platform-based strategy for industrial digitalization. So it's really focusing on, and and again, this is something that I've learned from my career and spending actually that many years. My last role was as global head for digital operations, and I was responsible for 140 global factories and digitalizing them. And and the challenges that the factory has in digitalizing itself and how how expensive it is, how time-consuming it is, Industry apps was is a basically a platform-based strategy where factories are able to digitalize in, in a pretty fast, non-technologically uh, ag- agnostic way. So this is exactly what our vision for industry apps is. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: Okay, so what makes a digital transformation uh, particularly
2: relevant in uh, FUCA world, uh, Sandeep? Look, the market is really going through a lot of disruption, right? It's a volatile market, whether it is due to Corona or the war or any sort of crisis that is going on. It, it, its markets are going through unprecedented disruption that, that the world has never seen before. Mm-hmm. Now, digitalization is, is pretty much the only approach. So I would say if 10 years back, If someone when we looked at internally about digitalization, a lot of those things were nice to have because industries and the way the world was operating was very different. And today I would say digital transformation is not really a nice to have. It's it's a basic survival concept for any industrial manufacturers. So this is extremely important. And I would say this is one of the areas where pretty much all the global companies and pretty much everyone, every CEO, every CEO I talk to in an industrial spectrum, we hear this as a key pillar of their future uh, journey. So it is very important. And I would say it is particularly relevant in today's world. So uh, let's move to another question. What do you think is the
1: biggest challenge when driving and accelerating a uh, digital transformation, particularly in in industrial manufacturing?
2: A very, very important question, Radi. Like if you think about, right, and and again, this is something that I've seen in my career that the the biggest challenge is really the complexity in an industrial factory flow. Mm. There is no standardization as such in in industrial manufacturing, right? That is every factory, fortunately or unfortunately, is different. Yeah, the complexities in the shop floor, whether it is the type of PLCs they have used, type of equipment, type of processes. They, they, there is no real level of standard. You cannot really deploy any product in a factory and imagine that it works as a plug and play, mainly because there are inherent processes and variations that the plan might have. Now, this complexity in deploying a system is pretty much, or adopting a system is pretty much the biggest challenge I have seen in industrial manufacturing. And the way companies have taken over the last decade of digital adoption, what we see is that companies have actually adopted a lot of different technologies. So they're put in MES system, they're put in ERP systems. And many of them have even tried multiple smaller systems in terms of digitalization. But the biggest challenge, what it has created, it has created really a spaghetti architecture in their own factories. So you see multiple systems that does not interoperate. So you have a production scheduling system that does not talk to an MES system, an MES system that does not talk to a maintenance system, a maintenance system that does not talk to an IoT system. So you have silos of data pools that has been created in any factory. And this, for me, is the biggest challenge because digitalization is only going to be successful if we are able to bring in a level of standardization on on a factory floor where systems could coexist and interoperate. And I believe this is the biggest challenge that every company needs to try and solve before they start adding more tools and systems to their current landscape. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: And what approach would you suggest for companies looking to
2: accelerate the uh, digital transformation? So when you look at strategy of adopting digitalization, right, there are predominantly two strategies, right? One is something we call a point solution strategy. And what a point solution strategy means is either you go with a larger company, right, a Siemens or a PTC or a Bosch, And you basically use their system for covering your end-to-end factory, right? There is suits of application provided by these vendors. And you say, okay, I would like to adopt everything from them and I do end-to-end digitalization with them. This is something called a point solution strategy or a point suit strategy where you are basically bringing everything onto one tech stack, one technology layer, and here you can digitalize a factory. The challenge with such an approach is you are always in a lock-in approach, right? You are always locked into one vendor, one systems. When you want to upgrade, it becomes expensive. When you want to change and try things, it becomes expensive or almost impossible, right? Now, this has been predominantly a strategy from companies because this lock-in generated revenue. So if you say I deploy a system from this vendor, tomorrow you are not able to move out of them because all the data, all the rules, all the logics, were embedded into that system. That means you have absolutely no way to move out. Now, the other approach is what we call as a platform strategy. A platform strategy is where you are disconnecting yourself from the actual technology provider. So you have a platform where you are basically connecting, integrating your systems, providing your data. This is a private data space for you. And then you decide, okay, I would like to work with vendor A or vendor B. And you use them, how long you want to use them. And if it is adding value, if it is not, you move on, right? This is very similar to how you and me adopted technology, right? For example, 15 years behind, right? If you think about how you and me got technology, we actually wanted an app for our mobile phone. You went to IT team and said, okay, can you install this application on your phone? The guy will do some programming or something very complex. And then they give the phone back next day. Today, when you say you want a specific application, you go to store, you pick what you want, you try it. If it is good, you continue using. If it is not good, you simply remove it, right? So what we want is such a flexibility on an industrial spectrum. So this is exactly what Industry Apps is doing, where we as a platform provide that flexibility to customers to say, okay, I have a platform, my smart factory is on cloud. I go and decide which vendor I want to work with. I can say I work with my local country vendor or a vendor from Europe or the vendor from US and I can work with any partner of choice. So I'm not locked in saying, okay, I use this technology, I can only work with them. No, you are open to work from an end-to-end spectrum of possibilities. And this is what we are promoting and this is exactly the vision for industry apps.
1: Okay, let's, let's do another topic about the mindset. So uh, many people say that the, a successful mindset, shift is a, a prerequisite for a successful transformation. So as a CEO at the industry apps where you have met
2: already with a number of business leaders, how do you see this statement? Yeah, look, mindset is extremely important, right? In, in, and in, in, if it's any change management, right, You, your first is to, adopt and accept that there is a change yeah i mean a lot of companies are resisting it i, I will not say that uh, everyone understands the need of it or every especially the small and mid-scale sector right there is an there is a very very uh, challenging environment there where a lot of small and mid-scale companies still believe that this will not affect them yeah and it is a very dangerous uh, context from my perspective because it is it is a matter of survival. And, and I see this very close and uh, with a lot of companies. And I realize that they, they are facing a very imminent threat that they will lose the entire business at a matter of time, right? Where the, the dependency on labor, the dependency on people, the dependency on driving everything using individuals. This is not an, a sustainable mode where you need to use bring in the right technology. And if you think even from a labor change, right, we are going into a Generation Z type of. Uh, work culture, Where people, the people you expect to work in a factory, they are not ready to work like in past, right? They expect new technology, they expect uh, safe workplaces. So it's very important that the mind shift change is is, is extremely, it's very important that from a top-down approach, right, the leadership team needs to have a clear strategy. And I see this with a lot of successful companies that they are setting a very strong roadmap. So, and again, one of the most important things is there are two set of resources who have to have this mind shift change, right? One is from the IT organization. So the IT organization, again, unfortunately, uh, relies still on a lot of point solution-based strategy where they believe that, okay, I work with a local guy next door. It's the best way for me to give innovation to company. This is a change they need to adopt that The world and the innovation is not happening in your country right this is just it's spread across global and unless you are able to drive innovation to your factory this is not going to be the best it service you can offer to your company the second part is the operations and head and the ceos who have to realize that there is a fundamental shift in the business model happening and unless you are ready to adopt them and and you are able to change and say that i need a new way of working this digital transformation could be completely disruptive to you.
1: Okay, Sandeep, uh, before we close today's conversation, I would like to hear a few about the future of uh, digital transformation. So what do you feel on this?
2: Look, I would say, for, at least from my perspective, the world is still somewhere in the area of industry 2.0, 0, 3.0, 0, right? So industry 4.0 is still in its very early stage. Yeah. And industry 4.0 is a very, very complex concept. So it is not about simply digitalizing your factory. Yeah, It is really about batch size one. It's about really autonomous operation. It's about modular, lighter factories. So there is a long way for the world to go before achieving industry 4.0. So I certainly hear the terminology like industry 5.0 and all those sort of things. But I would say, yes, there could be a niche uh, one or two factories who are capable enough to step into that level. But the majority of the 10 million manufacturers that we have globally they are still in an early phase of digitalization. Yeah. So there is still a long way to go before achieving industry 4.0. So, and there is a new approaches So the beauty is that today, companies could digitalize themselves in a very simple, low cost approach. Right. So, and without compromising on quality safety, this is just like you and me, as I said, in a consumer space, right. And again, A highly sophisticated game in the 1990s cost almost $150 to $180 to play. Yeah, they were expensive because it was never charged through a platform. Today, a very sophisticated game you are able to play on your mobile phone for $1.50. Now, it is not because technology has been cheaper or there's a lower quality product. It is just that platform strategy offers an extremely powerful medium for companies and individuals to adopt technology. Now, there is a very strong reason that I believe that 90% of industrial manufacturers would be digitalized over the next five years. And that can create a major change in the world, how, how the world operates, how global supply chain operates. And the future is really, really bright. And I believe it will be still Industry 4.0. Of course, 5Gs and things like that can change connectivity uh, significantly. But I would say we still have another 5 to 10 years of journey before we could call Industry 4.0 as really deployed.
1: Okay. Uh, it was really nice discussion, Sanip. So thank you again for joining us today. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you at another time. Beautiful. Thank you very, very much, Noradi. appreciate it.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com.